Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, and I was lucky enough to have Drew Banks back on the phone uh, this week. Drew is our one of our nutrition and wellness educators here with the Extension System. And how are you, Drew? I'm fine. How are you, Richard? Great, great. Uh, last show we were together was a couple weeks ago, and we talked about hot foods, hot, cold foods, cold, uh, uh, serving size dishes, uh, uh, generally food sanitation and things like that during the holiday meals. Uh, and you included, uh, I thought, some great information about uh, the importance of hand washing. It's always important, but it's easy to forget we're busy. Uh, we have lots of extra folks around the table, um, which uh, could introduce a whole different set of of um, what I'll say uh, germs, if you will, into what would otherwise be a, a family kind of a thing. Um, so this week I wanted to talk about something else that's been in the news, actually from summer, fall, and even more recently uh, in uh, in into December here, and that's uh, when we hear these. Uh, or see the notification of uh, uh, out food pathogen outbreaks, and and uh, a lot of times that's on our on our fresh vegetables. But we can also, I know, have um, recalls on uh, a variety of processed foods. Uh, pre-cut foods, things like that. So I want to take some time uh, this week and uh, listen to what you've got to say about, uh, uh, I guess I'll just say food outbreaks in general, and I'll just kind of let you uh, run with that for a minute or two till that sparks another question. Okay, so I'll start with the FDA and their responsibilities. The FDA, Food and Drug Administration, writes the food code for restaurants and, you know, just about everyone who handles food at all. So they are national, of course, a part of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. When we talk about an outbreak, they define an outbreak as food that has um, made more than one person, two people can be an outbreak if they are um, not related, you know, and ate the same food and it has been laboratory proved. So, there can be an outbreak of a very small number of people or an outbreak of a huge number of people that have become sick from eating uh, contaminated food. So the uh, Food Safety and Inspection Service within the U.S. Department of Agriculture inspects and also regulates meat and poultry, processed egg products, and uh, they are in all of the plants that do this kind of processing so that there is someone there to fairly inspect these products. So sometimes there's a recall that uh, is mandatory because the, an FDA inspector or an S, S, FSIS inspector has found a problem. Most of the time it's voluntary with companies, though. They don't want bad food out there. They don't want food that has been adulterated or food that even maybe contains an allergen that was not listed on the, the label. They want to keep their foods wholesome and keep their name and their reputation safe. So. Most of the time, they're voluntary recalls that are done by companies um, and distributors. Okay. So I know this summer uh, we had issues with um, uh, romaine lettuce, and um, I, there just seems to be a much stronger uh, inspection uh, methodology when it comes to processed foods than, than our fresh vegetables. Uh, maybe because we already know things in the process world, like say eggs are 
uh, potentially a risk. Uh, mishandling of meats uh, could be, again, um, uh, potentially a risk. But the, the chain supply chain for vegetables is rather like scattered. It's all over the place. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, aggregated at some point and put out there in the market. But um, what's your, I guess, just talk a little bit more maybe about how easy um, um, food contamination can happen on the fresh product side and why we really need to be careful about what we purchase and eat. Well, the research tells us that more than 80% of the, of the recalls is with fresh produce. One of the reasons for that is that we eat many of those items raw. There is no kill point. There's no heat applied. So we're cooking meat, we're cooking eggs and those things, but we're eating romaine lettuce raw. We're eating uh, tomatoes. We're eating a lot of the produce. We're eating it raw. So there is a greater risk of um, receiving something that's contaminated and not being able to kill it off, you know, in your food preparation. So and we also like convenience. Man, do we like convenience. We like to get a bag of lettuce that is pre-washed. And if it's pre-washed and we open it and, and it's contaminated, washing it won't improve it in our homes. So that recall, remember when they sent that recall off, the, uh, the FDA said uh, all lettuce, don't open it, don't re-wash it. It's contaminated. You, you won't improve it in your home by washing it. So produce has a... a a higher reputation of recalls and contaminants because of the way we eat that produce. Okay, well, that very obviously, but and uh, very logical. Um, so, um, I guess I'd rather, uh, I maybe I'll say I'd rather get a head of lettuce versus uh, perhaps using a pre-cut for convenience. It takes a little bit longer, but the chances of contamination might be less. But everyone isn't like that, Richard. Okay. A lot of people, they don't want to, they want to open a bag of lettuce and just eat it. They don't want to have to, to wash it at home, and they don't. If we buy lettuce at the farmer's market, of course, we're going to wash it before we eat it. But if you buy pre-bagged and pre-packaged lettuce, and um, it says triple washed or double washed on the spinach bag, it is double and triple washed. So it is safe to use straight from the bag without rewashing it unless there has been some kind of recall on it. Okay. All right. And and why we're on that topic, I guess just uh, uh, it seems like to me, and I'm, I'm not for or against here, but pre-cuts don't last as long as that head of lettuce in the refrigerator. Yeah, those edges that you cut, they tend to brown faster than uh, a whole head of lettuce that's in there. But tearing it, you know, will allow it to uh, remain fresher around those edges for longer. But yes, once it, once you've broken the leaves and torn the leaves and cut the leaves, uh, you are going to have a shorter shelf life as far as appearance. And we eat with our eyes. So when those edges start to turn brown, we don't serve them. We don't want to eat them. So because they look bad. They look bad. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, are there other um... Are there other aspects of these recalls that uh, the typical consumer is not even aware of that we should be aware of? You know, so I think that sometimes there's a recall and we get, as professionals, we get the information about recalls and many consumers never hear about them because those things are, are pulled back and pulled off the shelves and or never arrive on the shelf 
before consumers even know about them. So the, the thing that happened with the lettuce, though, is that it was already out. It was out there and it was on the shelves. And so the grocery stores had pulled off all the lettuce off the shelves and people who had bought that lettuce, um, and they just, and CDC just said all lettuce. They, they didn't know exactly where the contaminated uh, romaine lettuce had come from. They did track it down, though, to the central coast of California. Uh, so that there's a, you know, the, the lettuce is okay now, but until they knew what, where that contaminated lettuce had come from, they just said, don't eat any. And I, I thought that was excellent on their, on their part. Well, I, yes, I kind of had to do that. And, and it wasn't, I don't think it was an over, um, a knee jerk reaction at all, given that they didn't know where the product, uh, the contaminated products uh, originated from, so that uh, uh, I believe that was a very good judgment call on on their behalf. Uh, here in the office, my office, so we feed uh, we feed uh, uh, Korean walking sticks as a children's 4-H project, and they eat romaine lettuce. So we already had some here in the office, and this is just an aside story, but um, I gave everybody that uh, continued to feed the uh, critters uh, rubber gloves to wear yeah. because we had to give them something to eat uh, otherwise they eat maple leaves but it's December and guess what there's no maple leaves so, no maple so we were extremely cautious with the romaine was bought and stored long before we uh, heard the recall notice but no I didn't want to take a chance so no. Inter interesting uh, otherwise uh, it would have been thrown out and I don't know if walking sticks can uh, get sick or not eating contaminated romaine lettuce so anyway that's an insect a walking, yes, a walking <laughs> stick yes yes so yeah. all right uh, we're getting close to the uh, end of the bell here for this show drew any 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 other good things you'd like to share about uh, Voluntary recalls, mandatory recalls. Uh, uh, you know the I, the USDA works very, very hard to make sure our food supply is is uh, safe for us to eat, and yet uh, these things come through once in a while. So kudos to them to begin with. But uh, I appreciate the things that uh, you shared with us. Any final thoughts here about? Uh, food safety in the sense of uh, buying fresh produce or processed foods that might have an issue? Well, I, I think that um, it's sort of, it's almost out of our hands as consumers at, at this level, but we do, as you said, we have a strong system in place that does not allow uh, contaminants to reach the grocery stores and the consumers, not, not often. Slip-ups can happen, things can happen, but the FS... IS is on the case and CDC, um, they always let us know. In fact, some of the recalls that we we get, as I said before, consumers never, they never even hear about because all of that happens before it, it reaches a point where consumers need to be concerned. But keeping everything clean and keeping our food chilled and, and in the refrigerator, I think is always good information for consumers and hand washing and keeping the countertops clean, just just those things help to make everyone safe within our homes. So I think those are still good good things okay. to follow. I have always kind of in the back of my mind carried along the, the mantra of when in doubt, throw it out. Does that still make sense? 
I agree. <laughs> okay, very good. Drew, thank you so much for your time this week. This is Richard Henschel with uh, Drew Banks, Nutrition and Wellness Educator with the Extension System, and I'll be back again real soon.